I definitely want to encourage women to just be really confident. I, I want you to know that you are attractive and you are beautiful. People are attracted to all different kinds of shapes and sizes. And even if you think there is an ideal type of woman or a female body out there and you think that that's hot and every guy's going to want her, well, guess what? It's not true. It's not true. Welcome to Normalizing Non-Monogamy, the podcast where we interview incredible people from across the entire spectrum of non-monogamy to hear their funny, sexy, and fascinating stories as they take us on their journey. We always strive to bring guests on the show who have a healthy and positive approach to non-monogamy. However, everyone approaches it a little differently. And at its core, our show is about hearing, highlighting, and learning from the different experiences and approaches people have. With that in mind, it is important to remember that the views and opinions expressed by our guests do not necessarily reflect those of our own. So sit back, relax, and just accept the fact that your time with us will be spent in an awkward turmoil of laughter and arousal. We should also let you know that this podcast will hopefully include some explicit language. If that kind of thing offends you, we suggest you keep listening until it no longer does. If you're under 18, you either need to stop listening or go get your parents and you can listen as a family. The choice is yours. Enjoy! Hi everyone, welcome to episode 11. I'm Emma. And I am Finn. And today we have an interview with the Priory Society to share with you guys. Yeah, they bring a lot of energy and a lot of great tips and tricks to the show. Some stuff that's coming up in future episodes of their show we get a little bit of a sneak preview, mm-hmm. so we wanted to say thank you to them for that and for coming on the show. Yeah, we had a lot of fun talking with them. Also, we just wanted to mention, as always, you can find us on our website at normalizingnonmonogamy.com. Please reach out to us, send us an email. You can also find us on Twitter under the screen name NNM Podcast or on under the same screen name NNM Podcast on Casty.com. Also, it'd be great if anyone out there could leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it on any iTunes or other podcast platform. And if you do leave us a review and you sign up for Cassidy through our link, you can get 90 free days of elite membership. Another shameless plug. Every every week. (laughs) We also wanted to say thank you to everybody who sent us emails or left us feedback in the past. It's it's really helpful, and we really appreciate it, and we love hearing from you guys and interacting with everybody. Definitely, yeah. It's great. And we will jump over to the interview right about... Now! Well, guys, thanks for joining us tonight. We've got Eros and Isis from the Priory Society podcast. They just launched, what, a couple months ago, and they're Uh already crushing it. What do you guys got, like 2 or 3 million downloads by now? (laughs) Um, Almost. Uh, You're about seven shy of the real number. We we look forward to hanging out with you guys today and talking with you, uh, getting to know you guys more. You getting to know us and a little bit behind the scenes at the Priory Society studio. This is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, we're we're excited. Thanks for taking the time to come on and we appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. We're excited for tonight. So I guess for our listeners who maybe haven't heard your show, do you mind giving a little background on just who you are, how you know each other? just, you know, a little how bit about... How you know each other. Yeah, how you know each other. Did you, did you just meet before the show? So we, just give we us that background week. and we'll go from there. Well, we've been married for about a year and a half, um, together for 13 years altogether. We actually met online a while ago and we've just spent every day since then together. Uh, we're very much in love. And then about um, a year and a half ago, we got into the lifestyle 
And we've been talking about doing a podcast for a few months because we're... Since then. Yeah, Since yeah. The I mean, it, it was crazy. We didn't have anybody showing us the ropes or guiding us along the way. No mentors, no, you know, nothing like that. No, nobody to tell us, hey, don't say this on a date. And right. We made a lot, of, a lot of mistakes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we figured, you know, this would be a good way to give back to the lifestyle community and help other newbies along their journey or give other people tips and then really invite the lifestyle community into our secret society. Yeah. Well, congratulations on, uh, I guess, on everything so far. I think it's really exciting. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and I guess backing up, what, what made you guys decide to get into the swinging thing to begin with? Okay, I will take the lead on that because I was the lead pervert in that scenario. <laughs> <laughs> I told my husband I uh, really wanted to experience women. I'm like, hey, babe, I think I like chicks. Would you be okay if we experimented a little bit with another female? And yeah, he that's was a like, stupid question. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but then the more alcohol she had during our fantasies, when we would sit there and just talk about it, the more alcohol she got in her system, the more she'd be open to like, oh, I want two guys on me. Right. Like, hey, what happened to the two chicks what all about? over us? You know? <laughs> like, well, I want two dudes. I want, you know, surrounded by dudes. You know, I want to do an airlock. I'm like, what the fuck is an airlock? <laughs> and she's like, well, you know, it's like you're plugged up in every hole. Yeah, a penis in every hole. Shit. <laughs> we still have not done that, by the way. But I was going to so say, have you, has mission been accomplished yet or not? Not quite. Yeah, no, not mission yet. is still pending. Yeah, yeah. We, we've uh, we've done you know just full swaps at this point, and we're very happy with that. We uh, we've done a separate room thing already. Ooh, that, that was, was that was fucking awesome. Oh. But um, we do like soft swap. We just have to really like the person. So yeah. if we want if if we like you. Then yeah, you, if you're hot and we click, then full swap. But we really have to like you to kind of do the uh, not fully fucking thing. I guess once when ISIS brought it up the first time, it sounds like you were on board for sure because it was two women. When it started to shift a little bit, did you pull back from that, or were you still on board with it and just kind of went with it? Yeah, in the very beginning, when it was all only chicks and the fantasy of the ultimate fantasy for any male to be laying down with a girl sitting on his face and a girl sitting on his dick oh, and, sure. another, and him fingering two chicks, right? You know, the ultimate fantasy that every guy has. Of course, I had the same fantasy, right? And I still do. But when the thought of guys came into the picture, I got a little bit more defensive. Now, I'm more open to it now, but in the very beginning, I. Yeah, I felt, hey, my wife is a proper lady. She's a, a classy lady. She's wonderful. I don't want some guy with a fucking 580 FICO score to be like down there on her pussy, right? And I, I don't want just anybody down there, you know, touching her. And of course, my lady, she's totally different. She's like, I don't give a shit, you know, what this guy's background is, as long as he looks okay and, you know, he's a clean guy and so forth. But here I am thinking, I want to pre qualify anyone who's going to be in the vicinity of my naked wife. And so mm -hmm. uh, nowadays, and I felt it, we, and we, even in our fantasies, remember, mm -hmm. sweetie, when we would talk yeah. and she would show me pictures and I would look at the picture of a dude and I'd be like, Hey, that guy looks like a fucking freeloader. Like he, you know, right. like I, and, I, and I would get, I'd get a little bit upset about it. And yeah. then, but nowadays uh, talking to people, talking to single males, talking to other couples who engage a single male in their play scenario, I think, wow, that's pretty amazing because I can sit it out. I can take a, a rest in between, you know, round one, round two. And so we have not done it yet. We have not played with a single male, but I think if we were to meet someone who's a, you know, good dude, good person, yeah. then uh, we'd be absolutely open to it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, so you're not necessarily having to do credit checks at this point. 
well, everyone's going to go, everyone's going to go through the, the standard check. Yeah. So right. everyone's going to go through, yeah, I do a, like when they're not looking, I'm going to take a little blood sample. I'm just going to stick them. And a fingerprint <laughs> yeah. from something. <laughs> Criminal check and shit. <laughs> no, we're not that bad. But I think if someone smiles a lot, if they're confident, if they're outgoing and if they're in tune with who they are and they're congruent, they don't seem like a fucking liar. Like, Hey, I'm a, I'm a single male, but you know, your wife, you know, or you, I'm married, but my wife says it's okay. And if, if we detect anything that's fishy, yeah. we do, we're out. And this is the, that's been the problem. I mean, we've been open to a single guy for a while, but we, you know, we get in touch with people. We talk to people, they sure. reach out to us and there's just something fishy that happens or there's red, you know, red flags all over. And I'm thinking, you know what, man, I'm going to avoid that entire scenario. I don't want to have to crop my guy, motherfucker, right. you know, in the middle of a situation. So anyway, we have to wait for the right person to come along, I guess. Right. No, absolutely. So what did the, what did the transition look like then from the time that you guys started talking about it and fantasizing about it till the time that you actually made something happen in, in real life? I guess, what did that look like? So we had been talking and fantasizing in bed for, I want to say like six months. Yeah. And uh, we used to play the sexy truth or dare app at home together. Just the two of us, we'd pour some drinks and put names in the game and we just detail fantasies and, and then we'd go and in the bedroom and we would, you know, we would fuck for hours. So those fantasies were getting pretty, pretty hot. Um, so six months after that started, we're like, you know what, we need to go live. And we went to club joy in Los Angeles is a lifestyle club where you, you know, have a little membership, it's couples and single females. And we went to that club for we went several times and didn't do anything. Oh yeah, it was awkward just, as fuck. <laughs> it was very awkward. We just watched. Do you know that we were so paranoid of doing something wrong that when we walked in, our first interaction with a couple that was sitting down playing with each other, the girl was sitting on the guy's cock in a chair, and then the girl says to my lady, "Hey, come on here. Let me feel your tits." So there we are, you know. And then another couple approached, and it went something like this: "Hi, uh, she, my lady." Asked the lady, asked the girl. Can can I touch your tits? Do you consent? And then the girl's like, uh, yeah, go ahead. And then she'll turn to me. My wife would turn to me and say, she says it's okay. And then she would go back to the girl that's sitting on the cock. Can my wife, can my husband, can he touch your your tits as well? Oh, yeah, sure, whatever. Go ahead. Okay, honey, she's okay. She consents. It was so, so, so awkward. Oh it was the worst shit ever. Now, fast forward to an experience we had just last week. Yeah. That same robotic nature stays with a lot of couples. Yeah. And we want to warn all the newbies that are listening right now, pick who you are as in your identity and create your, your lifestyle character. Do, stop listening to 19 different lifestyle podcasts because everyone's going to tell you something different based on how old they are, based on how long they've been, based on what their fears and insecurities are. So as a listener, and people listen to a lot of different podcasts. Just be real conscious because you're going to end up being very robotic. We were with a couple that listens to a bunch of podcasts. We were in bed and they kept looking at each other. And is it okay if I suck his cock? Yeah, honey, go ahead. Honey, is it okay if I touch her boobs? And they yeah. were super robotic. And I'm sitting there thinking, dude, you guys need to fucking relax, man. Yeah. You guys need to just enjoy the moment. You've been together for what, 20 fucking years? And you have a hot couple in front of you? You really should be focusing on maximizing this time that we have together because who knows, you know, they're, they're not even from the city. They live in another state. Yeah. So chances are that we're going to get together in the next few months. Very slim. Right. So right. Uh, listeners, focus on your moment. Get together with your loved one. Check your parameters. 
grow through the lifestyle because the lifestyle is going to make you grow emotionally and spiritually as a couple together. You're going to grow stronger with a beautiful bond. So with that comes, dude, let yourself go and be free. Yeah. Being safe, of course, if your rule is same bed, that's fine. But you don't have to be, you know, French kissing your own wife every two minutes right. because you want to stay connected because some fucking podcast told you to do that. And, uh, or you're going to get into a hypothetical argument afterwards. And it's like, you know what, man? Um, if you have to interrupt our play session every few minutes because you need to do something, right. uh, then you're not enjoying the moment. And of course, my lady, what would happen to you? I, I would get distracted because I was looking down at him, at the guy who was on top of me, and I, all I could see was him looking over at, at his wife. And yeah. I'm thinking, wow, am I not attractive enough? Is he not interested in me? Right. And those thoughts were running through my head. So um, it just kind of messes with the with the energy. It's not as hot when you're when you think your play partner isn't into you. You know, right. that they're just going through the motions. Now, we just wanted to mention that briefly because yeah. we started talking about how robotic we were in our first club experience. And yeah. I realize your question is about our, our <laughs> you know, the time between we started fantasizing and we had our first, uh, uh, our first soft swap scenario was literally um, eight months later. Because six mm-hmm. months later, after we fantasized a lot, we went to the club and then we met another couple through the club's website that has a little social media website aspect to it and couples uh-huh. were reaching out and we you know ended up having a dinner and wine with a certain couple that were also newbies so that was perfect we were kind of on the journey together we did uh, several soft swaps and we were about to do our first full swap with them and the guy reacted and he went into tears pulled the girl out of the room yeah. and they got the hell out of the the sleeping room that's the guy who stole our chips, our uh, <laughs> our kettle chips, sea mm-hmm. salt and vinegar. He took our bag, man. Yeah. And I think it was retaliation for me, like being with his wife or, you know, tickling her, her downstairs cookie jar. And, <laughs> you know, when they started packing up their shit to leave, they had two arguments that night uh, mm-hmm. in the bathroom. And I guess the parameters maybe weren't set. Maybe the guy, uh, we found out later and we could tell you what happened, but we were, we were driving our, our, ourselves nuts. Like, dude, did we cause this? Right. What's going on? It was going so well. We've known this couple for a month. So that was our first experience. The soft swaps were great, but then the full swap was ruined because the guy had an issue with his plumbing. He couldn't get his dick to work. And, um, it, well, the funny thing is that it worked beautifully when we were on separate beds in the same room mm-hmm. and he was able to yeah. not fucking analyze every single move his wife made because his wife was telling me shit like, oh, I love Mexican man. Pound me, pound me, rail me. I want you to fuck me. Uh, yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the girl was very vocal. She was so into it. So the dude was like, what the fuck? Oh, my right? God. So but when we when we were separated, when we were like when, a little when he distance. Was, yeah, he was fine. Yeah. So I think yeah. for them, it would have been perfect. Like, dude, just again, it comes back to the to the scenario. Stop overanalyzing every little damn thing. Yeah. You know, if you have to really look at your wife every three seconds, something's going on a little deeper right. than, you know, what you agreed upon to do in the in the lifestyle. Yeah. You got to start analyzing what the hell is going on under the surface. So anyway, that's right. our first club experience. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, a, a couple of things I wanted to mention. One is, you know, I think even though you guys were robotic the first time you, you were in that moment, yeah. The questions you were asking, I mean, those are good questions to ask. And yes. it's important to get the consent. And I think it's just something you learn over time is how to ask it in a little smoother way and how to yeah. make it flow right. a little bit better. But yeah. it's, it is important to ask those questions. And it's, yes. and then continuing on to the, the following story is it's important to ask those questions between you and your partner. So when you are in that situation, you don't have to be constantly... Um, checking in. I mean, you should check in, but you need to have an idea of what the boundaries are. Yeah, have that conversation going into the play session. Yeah. Yeah. So 
And I think that's just something people kind of learn over time as they, they try it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I don't know how, how many times this couple had done this before, but, you know, I think a lot of people probably were similar the first time where the first time you're seeing your partner with somebody else, it can be a little intimidating. Yeah. A little overwhelming. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. No, I totally agree. Yeah, I was curious, you know, you mentioned the the club that you went to in L.A. Are, is there other ways you guys meet couples um, online or mostly just through the club? Well, we meet couples on Cassidy.com. We, are, we spend most of our time on that lifestyle website and we do meet and greets. A lot of people on Cassidy will post events like meet and greets and stuff. So we'll go to meet and greets. We'll attend them. We don't organize them. Yeah. And we have not been to house parties yet, but we do like lifestyle clubs and we'll post our own rendezvous, like where we're going to be. And, um, but on, on Cassidy, we're a Latino sexy couple. So if you guys are on Cassidy, check us out. Um, there's a picture of me and my husband. I'm wearing a dress. He's facing me. He's in a suit. So, um, no, if you want to see our pictures, go to Cassidy and you can kind of see, put a, put a image to the voices that you're listening in. And so we use Cassidy a lot. We signed up for SDC. Uh, We're not super active on it on SDC. We're Latino SXY couple. And, um, yeah, so primarily we use the feature called rendezvous on Cassidy where yeah. we'll post like, Hey, we're going to be here, you know, looking for a sexy couple. Yeah. I posted one just today just to get a drink with a couple at an upcoming meet and greet. And it just kind of shows, uh, gets us out there a little bit, a little visibility and more than anything. And we said, we've said this before in our podcast that in the lifestyle, you're constantly just sorting people. Hey, do I like this person? Are they good enough to play with? Are they someone that we like? Are they someone who we're just going to say hello to at different events? Is this someone who we're going to invite over or we're going to get a hotel room together? Or are we going to fuck these people? And so you're just kind of constantly, just like you do in your regular vanilla life, you know, sorting people. And I think that a lot of the people that are starting right now, there'll be those little dry spells that they reach like, hey, we're not getting any messages. You know, we're not, uh, you, maybe we're not going on as many dates. You know, what's going on? It, it's normal, guys. It's going to happen. You're going to have the the times when you have 10 couples after your attention. And yeah. then there's going to be a, a time when, you know, no one reaches out to you, which means that you didn't do your job in terms of creating your own funnel. You reaching out, you liking pictures. We have an entire episode on this, uh, on the formula on how to create some good traction so that people can, you're always at the top of the mind awareness with them. And when they think of like, hey, we have a babysitter and we have this weekend free, hey, why don't we hit up Latino Sexy Couple? Or yeah. why don't we hit up the the dudes over at Normalizing non- Non-Monogamy? Monogamy. <laughs> let's go hit those guys up and let's see if we can, you know, do a nice uh, a nice dinner and maybe get naked afterwards. So, right. yeah, so we use the websites a lot. When you, when you guys are trying to set up these, uh, you know, communications and interact with other couples, is your guys' goal typically to meet somebody... Um, or meet other couples for like one-off interactions or are you guys trying to form longer lasting friendships that, that can move beyond just uh, the bedroom? Our favorite thing would be to make friends with people that we meet and have friends with benefits. And people say that a lot, but it's, it's true for us. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't always happen that way. So sometimes we'll meet a couple and it, for whatever reason, we have a, we might end up in a play session. It doesn't always guarantee just cause we're meeting you that we're going to, that we're going to end up in bed together. But, um, when we're interested in meeting a couple and we take the time and schedule meeting them privately, it means something about them attracted us, or there was something that we had in common and we could see 
the possibility of a swap happening. Or And if we're going to swap with you, that means that we think you're pretty cool and we might want to hang out again. And it all depends on on everybody's chemistry and interaction. But We've, but yeah. done, we've done surveys with couples and we've asked, hey, how often does it happen where you meet someone and you play repeatedly? Like you play over and yeah, over again. Yeah. And it's very slim. And a lot of people, they, a lot of people want it. Like, hey, we yeah. love friends with benefits. You see that on profiles all the time. But because everyone is busy, you know, you have jobs, you have children, you have obligations, you have your Bible study group. You're, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you have, uh, you know, you, everyone has obligations, you know, soccer, baseball, t-ball. And then so it ends up being a little bit uh, challenging, especially because the lifestyle is full of people who love fresh meat. Yeah. They, they, they just want to fuck new people all the time. So may, they may have you as a friend, but if it's between you uh, fucking you again or that hot young couple that just came on the scene, guess what? A lot of times they're going to go after the hot young couple just to get... Unfortunately, it's a, it's it's with everywhere. Uh, it's like that everywhere. It's not just in the lifestyle. Yeah. People love the idea and they're fascinated with the bright, shiny object. And right. so, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's that. Yeah. When, when you guys were... I guess backing up a little bit again, sorry, when you guys were getting into this, did you guys lay out some ground rules that you were going to follow, you know, the first couple of times you met people or the first time you went to the club and, and have those rules evolved over time? Yeah, we had a lot of rules in the beginning and <laughs> like two pages worth. <laughs> we had like we had to like sign an affidavit or have the other couple like sign something say, do you understand all these rules? No, it wasn't that serious, but we did have a lot of rules. Like, you know, even, and even from my end, I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to touch, I had my own rules in my head too, or I don't want to touch him if the other girl's not touching my husband. And, you know, right. like, how do I flirt in a way that's not too forward or that to make things fair? Cause I thought everything had to move kind of at the same pace in the beginning. We wanted to match our play. Yeah. 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 So then it was okay. Well, obviously condoms were a must and, but like was oral okay or too much oral okay? Or could I be loud enough if I wanted to? And, you know, it just, there were so many like what ifs that yeah, went right. through my head. When, when we were first started setting up our boundaries, we talked about, Hey, well, what about if this guy, he wants to, he wants to fuck his wife and then he, his dick is full of vaginal fluid. And then he right. wants you to suck him off. Is that okay? Like we went down to like the way down, very, very specific. Yes. Like, Hey, what if he, if he, if they do stuff side by side and we're in the same room, you know, are you okay reaching over and just stroking his dick, jacking him off? Oh yeah, I'll do that. You know, real simple, uh, simple things that just seem so naughty in our head. And we think back and we're like, and we think back now and we, and we say to ourselves, dude, that's like, yeah, of course I'll grab that cock. (laughs) And then we, we, but we think back to when we were super brand new, everything was so scary. Like I had this image in my mind that I'd walk into the swing club Uh and that I'd leave with pink eye because there's cum flying (laughs) everywhere. Like, There's like semen flying everywhere and I'm going to get in my eye and I didn't want that, you know? And so, yeah, it was, our, our rules certainly have relaxed a lot more yeah. to where now, um, one of our favorite things is when we meet a couple and we've been out with them a couple times, we love the idea of like, Hey, you guys, uh, we'll be in the hot tub and you guys are going to be there in the kitchen. Now we can kind of see you in the distance. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, we're going to go in this bedroom. Right. Oh, let's all go together. And you know, there's some people out there that are deciding to play in the lifestyle uh, for you guys that are listening in uh, to the podcast and you're mm-hmm. just deciding, I would say stay together at first. Absolutely. Sure. Be, be, uh, be able to observe each other. And everyone says, I love to watch my husband. I love to watch my wife. That's like the hottest thing ever. You know, the reality is, dude, you've known each other for 30 years uh, or you've been together for five plus years. Right. 
give them a break to have a little enjoyable time without you yeah. them without you judging the noises they make because uh, the guy has a super large cock larger than yours and you know the girl's going to be holding back because she can't say oh this is the largest cock you know give give someone space because if you love each other and you're growing as a couple and you're really strong and the level of trust is amazing and uh, your self esteem is super high and you're both confident in the lifestyle yeah then nothing bad is going to happen because they're still within the confines of the, the bedroom or they're still sure. right there. Mm-hmm. You can still see them. It's not like they're having a full swap separate hotel and you have no idea what's going on. See, there's couples that do that. Oh, and yeah. that that's an advanced thing. But sure. anyway, yeah. um, so have grown. you, have you guys kind of, um, worked into, or I guess not, have you guys morphed into separate play then, uh, over the, t- over time? We have done it once and we, I enjoyed it. My husband really enjoyed it. So two, two things on separate play. Um, if, if you go out on your own date or, oh, okay. and me go out versus right. would we play in separate, separate rooms? rooms? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I guess both of those questions, have you done either of those or is that on the table at all? So we have done, um, a separate room play where we were both, um, playing with the same couple at, at their house and we were just in within earshot of each other. So that that was pretty hot. I love that. It was one of my favorite experiences. I want to, I want to do it again with a couple we really like. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's I fucking know. amazing. But in terms hot. of going out on dates individually. Like separate dates. Yeah, we haven't done that. We haven't done that uh, for two reasons. The single guys that have been reaching out, I, I wouldn't trust those motherfuckers uh, in my house, yeah, let right. alone with my lady alone. Right. Uh, you know, at a hotel someplace. Fuck that. Um, yeah, it takes chips. a lot more trust. <laughs> definitely, yeah. definitely. But this is what we've said, okay? Um, for, for those people that are listening in that are, you know, kind of fly on the wall, hey, can I get a tip here? Can I get some in- insights? We, um, we would absolutely do the single play, but only if we've already played with that couple already and we know yeah. them, we know where they live. We know a little bit about them and we know the model car, the fucking license plate sure. number. I know where I can go to fucking talk to that motherfucker if something goes wrong. Right. Sure. It's not just some yeah. random guy that right. posts, makes a post and like, Hey, I'm in town for the night. Right. Fuck you, dude. Exactly. Enjoy your time at Applebee's. I'm not into that. No, forget that. But, um, if we know them, if we've played with them already, I would, I would say my lady's fine to go out with a dude. You know, if there's, if there are a couple we've already played with. Absolutely. And yeah, we've likewise. talked about it that my lady would be fine with me seeing the chick on her own. Oh yeah. Um, if schedules uh, are tight and they, you know, we're both available, uh, the, the chick, right. me, vice versa. So, Absolutely. Anyway. So yeah, I think would, that, that kind of goes back to that making the friends with benefits where you feel comfortable, you know, if, oh, I'm out of town for the weekend, you can yeah. go have some fun. And yeah, that, that becomes a little more natural and you don't have to worry as much and. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's something that we've, we've definitely strived for ourselves. So I guess with that in mind, are there, are there things that you guys are, that are sort of on your bucket list or your fuck it list as people like to call it in terms of (laughs) where, where you'd like to see things go or a fantasy that either of you have that has not been fulfilled yet? I would really like for my husband to enjoy a hall pass with another female well, we um, both have that. Yeah. We both have that fantasy. I think that would be so hot. Either. Um, I want you wife, to go out with a dude, too. Yeah. yeah. And it could be, you know, the same couple or maybe different couples that we've met. And or if there was a single chick, uh, or I don't know. I don't know how it would work out exactly. But we've, we've talked about having a hall pass with couples that we've met with previously. But I don't know if it would work out that way exactly. But just the idea of my husband being with another woman while I'm not there and hearing about it later. 
that would yeah. be hot. The only other thing when you talk about the fuck it list, you know, our fantasies are kind of simple and more vanilla like. <laughs> yeah. And I'll tell you why, because we like the idea of obviously getting naked and doing stuff sure. with a sexy couple, someone who we really enjoy and who we like and right. respect. But we also like the idea of going out and watching a, a musical theater performance and uh, then going to fuck mm-hmm. afterwards, yeah. right? Something yeah. where, yep. you know, we dress up, you know, throw on a nice suit or the gal in a nice cocktail dress and, you know, kind of do the whole thing where we did this one time and it, was, uh, it, was, it wasn't quite what we envisioned, but we, uh, our credit cards always send us invitations to, you know, special events, VIPs, things like that. Right. And so we got invited to a film premiere. And it was American Made or something like that with yeah. Tom Cruise. Yeah. And then so we invited a, a hot couple that, that we know already. And we sat swapped. And we were the whole – the entire evening <laughs> we spent with the swapped That's couple. Right. And they were greeting us as as mm-hmm. uh, Mr. and Mrs. whatever. <laughs> and But I was with the other chick. And my lady, it, that was great. It was that so was fun. In, it was so innocent. Yeah. But we like that stuff. Like, hey, let's hang out. Let's take a quick uh, day trip together. Let's go to a vineyard. Let's go hit up a winery. Let's go to Vegas for a weekend. We like that type of stuff, and that that right. really drives us nuts. You know, hang yeah. out at the pool and do sure. the whole thing. And I prefer. Yeah. I, my, I don't know. My fantasies tend to revolve more around a one-on-one interaction versus like having big orgies all the time, yeah. where it's ten people on one bed. Some people think that's hot, and if that turns you on, that's great. But it that's not where our fantasies have gone. I know for you and for me, I don't, I, the whole yeah. thing about, I don't even want to have another couple on the same fucking bed. I, know, I want because, my room. <laughs> I want space. No, I mean, I, I like, listen, cause there's, there's some people out there that are heavy squirters. And if there's a room with one bed yeah. and we rented that room yeah. and we're going to spend the night in that room, that's going to be a huge fucking wet spot. So like the whole, the, the two bedded room, that's a good thing, right? Hey, you, mm-hmm. you're a squirter girl. Go on that bed. Right. You know, go do that and we won't touch that bed later on, right? I think it's hot squirting. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I mean, uh, you feel like, the you know, the king of the of, oh, of the realm, right? Uh, if, a, if a girl squirts, even though you may have not had much, to, yeah, much to do with it, <laughs> they, they, they're in tune with their body. Sure. But uh, anyway, so, yeah, the whole piles of people, we think it's hot, but we also, you know, we've seen, you know, fist fights break out in right. piles of people when, you know, people don't get their shit straight and all of a sudden yeah. some guy's trying to ram a penis in different orifices and yeah so anyway right, so we we like the the uh, couple on couple encounters the yeah. most yeah no and i mean it's it's definitely fun that interaction of you're out at a bar you're out at a play or something and everyone thinks that you're with your partner but you're but yeah. you guys yeah. know that it's not so i think yeah i think it's kind of the the psychological aspect of that that's definitely a the turn on there so yeah sure. that's it is. And I want to clarify something. We're not swinging to the poly side. Like, I don't want to take that girl home and add her to my credit cards. Okay? No. <laughs> I, that, that, I, it's nothing like that. Like, I don't want to have anything to do with her. But I I, I, I mean, except for being friends. But um, we understand that I wanted to throw that out there because there's sure. some people that would say, oh, those guys are definitely poly. They want relationships. And I, I think we'd be open to that. But that's not what we're striving for. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. That no, and that's that's fair. That's everybody kind of goes at it a little different. right? Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely true. I wanted to circle back, I guess. You mentioned at the very beginning that you uh, have made, you guys have made some mistakes along the way. And I wanted, I know you can, people can go and listen to your podcast and I'm sure hear a lot more about them, but I didn't know if there was a couple you wanted to highlight. Oh, we can talk about mistakes. I mean, we'll, we'll give you some mistakes just so for the benefit of the newbies that are out yeah. there. Uh, here, here's just a, a couple um, immediately. When you are chatting with people through your online profile, whether it's Cassidy or whatever you use, whatever website you use, take your meeting to an in-person encounter 
right away. Yes. So stop this virtual dating game where you're talking to someone for three weeks and then you meet and it's someone who you didn't really enjoy in person because people can hide behind a really nice photoshopped profile and uh, their few sentences. Oh, yeah. But when you meet them in person, you, you're going to feel like, dude, I could, I blew off seven couples because yeah. in this past seven, four weeks, you know, I was thinking about this one couple and I wasn't open to anyone else. So big tip yeah. for you guys, take the meeting to the in-person event as soon as possible. And when I say in person, it doesn't mean you have to meet to fuck me, yeah. grab some coffee, yeah. grab that drink, sit in front of them, see their spirit, look in their eyes. Is the guy fidgety? Is the guy, do, can they, uh, perform well-formed sentences? Right. And do right. The, does the man and woman have their story straight? Are they yeah. a real couple? Yeah. Is, it, yeah. is it a fucking prostitute that was hired for the night <laughs> to act as the wife? You know, and that's what all you're going to get. You're going to discover that quickly. So you want to sort quickly and get to the live meeting um, as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah and to I see think if you guys one. have a four-way connection too, or even a two-way connection of some sort. I think that's yeah. really important. Yeah, and another another mistake that we had made on one of our first dates with a couple was that we we separated that night, not just in chit chat and like during the day, we didn't end up swapping with them or anything, but we had just intended to meet them for dinner and they were more advanced than they laid on in the initial conversation. And then during the date, we ended up spending time apart and I didn't know what my husband was doing with yeah. her and he, my husband didn't know what I was doing with the guy. So it, it kind of led us to do go a little bit farther than we had intended to with yeah. um, like and groping and making out. And yeah, and we argued we after argued that. Because we couldn't get our story straight because it was such an exciting time. It was one of our first encounters where we were with another couple. We found them super attractive and we uh, were not within... Um, with invisibility. I mean, we, I, I, right. the chick walked me across to a different building. We were taking a walk. And then the, when we got back together, my lady kind of said some things, Hey, well, what'd you guys do? And well, the girl was over there sucking my dick in the bushes of a hotel lobby, uh, patio. Mm -hmm. My lady was getting groped and fingered inside another part of the parking garage. And we were like, well, wait a minute, well, what happened next? And then, so as we talked, we, um, we, we hadn't, we got into a huge argument. So mm -hmm. we, people will call that divide and conquer. And we called it in our episode, divide and conquer the newbie pussy. That was episode yeah. four, but, um, <laughs> we talk all about it yeah. and we, t so we're not going to you know, repeat the encounter here, but that was a big right. mistake with separating. So for right. newbies, you know, stick together guys, stick together. And then, you know, that couple, well, after a few dates, then you, you be the judge. If you want to kind of do a little bit more separate play, that's fine. But I think in the very beginning, it's kind of nice to, to make sure you can police and make sure everyone's safe and, and safe means not just uh, wearing uh, rubbers and st stuff like that. But also make sure the guy's not going to try to choke your wife because he's into some shit or, you know, yeah. maybe your wife asked for that. And now the guy's taking it, you know, a little too, a little too far, too far right. or, you know, or trying to put something in her ass that, you know, besides a dick, you know, fucking right. baseball bat or something. Yeah. So just for th those reasons, you want to make sure you want to make sure you're kind of close by. Right. Yeah. And I think too, you know, allow yourself to be able to make those mistakes and not, I guess, not let it tear you apart. Right. I mean. You guys got into the situation. It didn't didn't work out the way you wanted, but right. you, had, you had an argument. Gonna, yeah, you had an argument about it, but right. you lived. You know, <laughs> yeah, I we talked through it. Made us stronger, Absolutely. actually. Yeah. Right. We we're thankful for that event. If it wasn't for that event, we uh, maybe would have done that a little bit later, and it could have been worse. You know. But right. uh, so we're happy it happened early on, and yep. we learned that lesson. So yeah. Um, in terms of other another mistake, I mean, I'm sure more will come as we talk, and maybe we'll, we'll think of one and we'll. Uh, Pop it in before we end the episode. 
No, no, that's not a problem at all. Um, are you guys, are you guys out to anybody in your your vanilla world, whether it's family or friends, or is have you guys been able to keep this pretty separate? I have one friend that knows that, like we've gone to Club Joy, but she doesn't know details about dates or anything, because we were talking about lifestyle stuff, and she she had mentioned that she had gone to the same lifestyle club that we went to, the Club Joy. Uh-huh. Like years ago as a single chick. So she's like, oh, yeah, Club Joy. I'm like, wait, how do you know? <laughs> so <laughs> so that was pretty easy to have that conversation with her. But otherwise, nobody in my family or friends knows. Yeah. But babe, you got someone close. <laughs> yeah, on my end. Well, we belong to a private business club in the city. And there are several LGBT uh, community yes. people there. And so those guys are awesome. And we have great friendships oh, there. Yeah. So we've told a few of them, That's hey, right. you know, we'd like to do this. We we go here. And we kind of drop it in a in a cool way. We'll mention things like, hey, we're going to be going to Sea Mountain Inn, which is a nude resort yeah. in Desert Hot Springs, right near Palm Springs. And it's a lifestyle-friendly place. So when we say Sea Mountain Inn, then they'll ask us, well, what it's, what's it like? Oh, it's all nude. Um, mostly nudist, but there are people there that go look for encounters maybe with another couple or whatever. It's a couples only place and they do allow single females. So then the conversation happened that way where finally they said, Oh, we'd love to go to that. And other, (laughs) other friends, you know, that we talked to, well, you guys look so tan. Where you been? And we're just super (laughs) honest, man. We're just like, Hey, this is what we did. And we're not trying to look, we have nothing to lose by people finding out. I think in the lifestyle, there's a lot of people that are super scared. And I do understand when you talk about a career or a job, that type of thing. And so I do appreciate people being discreet and so forth. But at the same time, like for us, I don't, um, there's no real danger if people found out what we did and our preferences. We we keep that private. You know, at at the same time, um, when we find someone that we can fight in, that we can share what our deepest desires are and what we like to do on our free time with other couples, that means that they've already told us something about them. Mm-hmm. So we feel right. comfortable with that. But honestly, my mom, she knows. <laughs> she knows, man. We've, we, oh, yeah. we've been in Vegas. I take her to Vegas all the time with me. Whenever we go, we go there for work. And we've been uh, we've been there. And I've actually told my mom and her lover, uh, they've been together for years, say, hey, you guys need to get the fuck out of the room. Let's go see if your room's available because we have a, uh, we have a single chick coming. And it, it was a couple coming. Right. But um, we have a single chick coming. So that's how it started, telling them that we have a threesome coming in and then so it became a big joke like oh oh we gotta go because you guys have to have a threesome okay so it started with that and it that happened that was uh was about six months ago yeah Uh, and then last month my mom gave us a fucking bag of dildos yes but she she, not just dildos um her and her her lover right they got us a little gift bag with all kinds of shit you have a strap on that she my lady hasn't used yet it's brand new with different attachments a fat one a big one a girthy one and uh like different flavored lube my mom gave me that so she she absolutely knows she knows by now so she's supportive to say the least oh my goodness she's so cool about it she knows and i don't even care because uh we've had such a, a deep and beautiful relationship. And we've always told each other everything. And, you know, actually the way it started was that, um, part of the way it started was this past Christmas was, Mm -hmm. uh, we were, (laughs) we were going to do a gift exchange and uh, we went to a party where there was other family and other invitees there. Uh, and they were going to participate in the gift exchange. So gift exchange is intercambio, which means swap, right? So I was, I was joking around with my mom. I'm like, okay, so I'm here for the exchange. Who's my girl? Who do I pick? Who am 
I, who am I with tonight? And she's like, oh, shut up. Oh, who, which one do you like? Who do you like her? <laughs> so it, it just became a, a huge, uh, huge joke. And my lady gets along beautifully with my mom. And they're yeah. always chatting. So, yeah. now, dude, we have cigars together. I mean, we're having cigars with my mom the other night. We drink and, together. Yeah, yeah. So oh we have God. a different relationship. So she knows. No, that's yeah. that's fantastic. I think a lot of people would be thrilled if they're coming out to their parents or their family and went that smoothly. Yeah, be, <laughs> yeah definitely. Yeah, it's like it was the, a process, but it's out now. <laughs> right. Yeah. We actually met one couple. Um, it was actually we met a single guy a couple of years back that was at a house party. And he had uh, he, he had sex with the, the mom or the lady. And after they got done, she goes, stay here. I need to go get my daughter. She would love this. And they were like at a house party, and they were there as like a mother daughter team. And yeah. she went and like got Whoa. her daughter. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, you know man. what? I would do it. That sounds great. <laughs> you would do both of them. I'd love it. I, I'd start. I start with the mom, and then I'd move on to the to the uh, you, younger version. You do of the, the mom, mom first. Yeah, if the mom looks okay, generally, uh, genetically speaking, you know, the offspring's gonna look okay. Sure. Right. I'd, sure. I would do it. That's all. That sounds great, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we thought it was a funny story. Yeah, ca- caught us a bit off guard but i mean hey if they're if they're happy who are we to judge right <laughs> right <laughs> so i guess on on that note um what what are some of the benefits you guys feel that your relationship has you know grown into or experienced by opening it up well our relationship has gotten so much stronger since we've been in the lifestyle i mean i i trust my husband a hundred percent our trust for each other has grown even more. Our communication is so much better. I mean, we are, we tell each other every little detail about our fantasies or how we're feeling or what's on our mind, even outside of lifestyle stuff. And it's just been amazing that we can be so honest, like, Hey, I think that guy's hot. And my husband will say, Oh, I want to fuck that chick. I'm like, yeah, go ahead. I mean, it's, that's great. That's hot. So the fact that you can be completely open and honest with your partner makes everything better. And we've, we've absolutely started working on ourselves just to be healthier. And, you know, when you've got the idea that you're going to be naked in front of somebody, it makes you want to get to the gym more and work out more and eat healthier. So we were, we took care of ourselves anyway, but we're just extra motivated now because you know what, Saturday night, you might be in bed naked with another couple, but yeah, yeah. everything's gotten better since we've been in the lifestyle and it's just, it's been a lot of fun. And babe, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, the communication aspect. If you can talk about like, hey, um, if you're confident enough and you're evolved enough as a spirit where you're okay with another guy fucking your chick, that's pretty damn cool. And if you can do that both ways, the lady is okay with the guy doing stuff, that's pretty amazing. I believe that swingers, people in the lifestyle are an evolved species. I believe that you have to be an evolved person to be okay with things. Right. And so mm-hmm. we, it's happened to us. And that's part of the reason why we started the podcast as well. The Priory Society was because we felt that we wanted to impart some of the stuff that we'd been learning along the way mm-hmm. to other people to help shorten their learning curve and to uh, allow them to maybe not make the same rookie mistakes that would cost them time and money and maybe time spent arguing that you didn't have to do if you kind of just talked about it beforehand. Sure. And so um, I, the, the lifestyle is, um, it's just been a, a wonderful thing for us. I, it's uh, brought us closer together, like my lady said, but in terms of like, Hey, we were already in love, Oh yeah. but that's certain that extra level of 
being close to each other. We we always do, and I encourage your listeners to do what what we always do is called an after action report after every uh, after every play session or a, or even if it's just a date at a meet and greet and so forth. You know, we always discuss the good and bad of the ugly about what happened, what could be improved, what went mm-hmm. well. You know, why did it, why didn't we move to a hotel? What did you sense? You know, why did you give me the code word? We our code mm-hmm. word when we're not having fun with a couple is we start doing non sexy talk. And we start talking about, you know, politics and things like that. And, you know, when right. we, and we leave, we exit from the scenario very quickly. I mean, um, so, but uh, we're able to do that and we don't feel bad about it because we're so in tune with each other that sure. our relationship is paramount. And we are always, um, you know, people talk about, we don't take one for the team, right? Yeah, that's fine. People say that all the time. The reality is that we've taken... We've taken one for the team, each one of us, right? Sure. Uh, one time, this one guy was like close to 80 years old, and my lady was sucking his balls because <laughs> the girl wanted to be with me, and we just had to make it work somehow. So, yeah, of course, uh, there's the four way match is pretty tough to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everyone, it is. Right. listen, man, out of all the people that we've met, we've met a ton of people. It's pretty rare for us to say, wow, we like, I like them both, we like them both. And it's been really rare, which is why we haven't played as much as, uh, you know, we've wanted to because we really are, we really do gauge it on how we really want to feel that we are giving each other the best experience possible. And Hey, that four way match, man, you know, that I, I understand couples that start doing separate play. Yeah. You know, (laughs) sure. I guess on that same note, then have you, after that, um, incident where you guys felt like one or the other was taking one for the team, have have you revised that since then and, and said, well, you know what, we did it once, we didn't really enjoy it, we're not going to do that again? Or is it something that you think you would do it again uh, if the if it came up just because you want to see your partner with the other person? Yeah, well, I'll give you, I'll give you the two scenarios. The first one is in the very beginning, we were so damn picky. We wanted our couples that we hung out with to be a certain a certain type, to take care of themselves a certain way. We wanted them to be ultra happy, well-adjusted, positive people with uh, smiles on their face. You know, and it got to the point to where that was really difficult to find. If you crawl any online profile, you're going to find the guy who thinks he's in the front of a GQ magazine. No fucking <laughs> smile. And I'm thinking, dude, you got to be magnetic, man. You got to be magnetic. Smile, man. Show your teeth. Well, I don't have teeth or my teeth are crooked. Well, there's something called Invisalign. Get your ass to the orthodontist, man, (laughs) if that's an issue for you, right? You know, don't let it fuck up your love life because, you you know, you want to come across as some mysterious gentleman, right? You're not mysterious to us. You're just some dude who maybe is not a fun person. And so because people judge us in a few seconds, uh, we started to loosen our standards slightly. So when you talk about taking one for the team, you know, a lot of times when we go out on dates with couples, we and we end up playing with them. We find out that after when we do our after action report, we find out that one of us has indeed taken one for the team. And but it was a fun time, meaning they weren't our ideal couple. You know, would we marry these people? That's none of that Mm, enters the frame. But. They're not the ideal couple that we had a chance to pair up with, but they were nice people. They were good spirits. They were good, kind-hearted. And we end up having such beautiful times with people who we would never would have thought that we'd have a exactly. good time with. So our now our rules and our criteria ha, has been so relaxed now. If you're a good person and we don't get the idea that you're going to steal from us, you don't have to <laughs> shoot you or whatever, right. <laughs> You know, then then we'll go on a date with you. You know what I mean? And then if anything happens beyond that, if we want to get naked, well, then that would just be a bonus because we really would like to just make friends. And we'd have this thing called friends first. And because we, we want a certain level of, of, um, 
of confidence and being comfortable in a play scenario if we already look at them as people who we can go to the movies with, people who we can invite yeah. over for a barbecue. Right. Yeah. And it just adds yeah. a certain layer of intimacy, which is wonderful. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like it hasn't been so much that you've really lowered your standards. It's more that you've been willing to open up and accept maybe that what what they're showing at face value on a profile isn't necessarily who they are and you're more willing to meet Correct. and see if there's more to it than that. And it definitely, and, and that, that was just, the, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. that's huge. That was the tip early on. Get, get yeah. out and see people in person because right. that's when we found out when we were prejudging people on their profiles yeah. and they had, you know, three sentences of text and their pictures were just fucking horrible. It looked like they took them with a 1989 flip phone and, uh, and then still pixelated them and Photoshopped them. Uh, you know, with a lot of the selfie styles where uh-huh. they don't show the full body and so forth. So we, we decided, yeah. and, and I, I like the way you put it, man. That's beautifully put yeah. when you said, you know, we really didn't lower our standards. And that is the truth. We did not. We just made it to where we wanted to experience people in person to see who they, real, who they really are. Yeah, yeah and I think, that's a, I think that's a great tip is, get, you know, like you said earlier, get to that first meeting. It's going to be way easier to tell if you're a good fit with somebody. I mean, sure, there's going to be red flags sometimes in text, whatever. But get to that first meeting and make sure it's real and that and that there is a connection and then and then play it by ear. Yeah. Sure. I think one thing I wanted to expand on that too, you know, sometimes you may you may everything may be going really well in person and, and that conversation's flowing, drinks are flowing, things are going really well, and then you get into a play scenario and maybe your chemistry just doesn't quite match or you just feel like you don't have quite the connection with part of the couple or the whole couple and it's still a good experience it's, it's you walk away with it you know as like a fun night but it's not something that you would want to necessarily do again with those people and that exactly. might not to be any fault of their own it's just that the chemistry no. wasn't there right 100% and we've actually had that where Definitely. couples have reached out later hey when are we going to hang out again and then I'll ask my lady did you like them the first time and then she'll remind me of the conversation that we had in our after action report mm-hmm. And she'll, she'll say something like, oh, that guy had the stubble on his goatee and it, you know, irritated my vagina because he kept putting his whole fucking face in that region, not just the, not with finesse, you know, right. not, not like Finn, as in finesse. He probably is good, he's a good pussy sucker. He's probably real smooth. <laughs> he's probably, he'll shave the, like, military style, the whole shit. Oh, yeah. You know, but yeah, so and we've had it where... It didn't go 100%, but it was still yeah. a great experience. And we still say hi and we're still friendly. Like, we're friendly to everyone. Sure. I don't understand the whole thing about clicks and all that. Uh, you know, we're friendly with everyone, man. Like, I'll like 100 pictures on someone's account. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Actually, it's not 100. But we have no problem going and, you know, liking several pictures. I think a lot of people are scared of letting people know, hey, I like that picture of you in the thong or yeah. you guys on the, on, the, on the lake in your boat. Um, I, I think people, if they did that more, and it goes back to our tip earlier from uh, create a funnel, create a good steady flow of couples uh, or whatever you're looking for to be interested in you, to be on their radar. And that goes by, hey, don't be so damn weird about sending a flirt or liking pictures. Like pictures yeah. all around, man. Let I mean, people know. You're not going to hurt anybody and no one's going to feel that you're some kind of perv. And if they do, well, they were not for you anyway. So stop worrying yeah. about it. Yeah, no, absolutely. One one thing you mentioned uh, a few times is your uh, after action report. Would would you mind taking us <laughs> just like yeah. a two minute into like what is that conversation? What are some of the highlights that you guys try to hit during that? Because that that sounds like it's something that people could really benefit from hearing. Sure. So 
like we said before, anytime we have a meeting with a couple or a meet and greet, we'll ask each other what went well, what didn't go well. So if we're on a date with a couple and then, you know, it's over, we go through, you know, we go through the whole evening and not, not like word for word or play by play, but we'll say, Hey, you know, what did you like? My, my husband, like, what did you like about the guy? Was he smooth? Was he a good kisser? How was his dick? Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Did it work pretty good for you? Was it a good size? And more than anything, we're fantasizing about the encounter, but yes. during the fantasy about the encounter, when we're repeating and we're getting ready to fuck ourselves as husband and wife, yeah. then we're already replaying the best parts of that encounter so that I can replay it back to my lady during sex with us. Yeah. So I can remind her like, Oh, was he doing it this way? What, what did he do? Did you like it when he did this? Mm -hmm. So it makes me a better lover because I can get tips from another man who I would never be in that scenario with that motherfucker. That's true. But yeah. he did something to my wife and she's telling me what he did. So now I'm able to try it out and we grow that way. And then I tell my lady, well, the girl, she did this, drove me nuts. She kissed mm -hmm. me here. She put her tits on my chest and it was so erotic. She held my hand. You know, she, she held my hand and interlaced her fingers when we were fucking. And it made me feel like, dude, this is like my, my first girlfriend, <laughs> you know, how you love each, you know, and sure. she did something cool like that. And then my lady will sit there and say, oh my God, that's so hot. And uh, if more couples started doing that, it would benefit them greatly. Like I said, it'll make you a better lover. And you also find out what your person, what your opposite, uh, uh, your husband and wife, what they like, because something that you don't do that other guy did or the other girl did. Yeah. And all of a sudden you think to yourself, oh my goodness, well, I'm going to try that and put that on my tool belt, on Absolutely. my arsenal of loving tools and uh, techniques. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's super helpful guys. Right. No, I appreciate it. That's, that's a, that's a good parallel to draw. Yeah. For sure. Well, I guess we're, we're kind of getting close uh, to wrapping up here. We just had a couple <laughs> of last questions for you guys. If, if you don't uh, mind. No, I let's, let's do your questions. Is there anything, I know we've talked about a lot of things. Is there any last little bits of advice that you would want to like one or two sentences that you would say, I wish I knew this on day one, when we started this, that you think any new listeners or new newbies to the scene would, would benefit from? Sure. I, I mean, as a female, I wish that I knew how attractive I was to other people because, um, I came into this with a lot of my own insecurities and I definitely want to encourage women to just be really confident. I, I want you to know that you are attractive and you are beautiful. People are attracted to all different kinds of shapes and sizes. And even if you think there is an ideal type of woman or a female body out there and you think that that's hot and every guy's going to want her. Well, guess what? It's not true. It's not true. And there's an equal amount of men that are going to be attracted to you. And it's may not just be your body. It's probably going to be your smile and your personality and your sense of humor. And it's really about the whole package. So don't underestimate yourself and don't sell yourself short. The fact that you can have confidence and be your true self and really express yourself and ask for what you want during play and in bed is very empowering and men are attracted to confident women who know how to ask what they want. So I would say just remember that smile and be yourself and just put yourself out there because people are attracted to you and they do find you beautiful. Yeah. And no, I, I agree hundred percent. Yeah. And oh. I would also, I would also caution people when they're meeting couples about flakes, right? So there people in the lifestyle can be very flaky. Like we would, We've met flakes. They and we rarely give a second chance. I don't, I don't think we'll give people a second chance at this point. No, we have. We actually haven't given second chances to people. Uh, I do want to caution the newbie listeners out there that uh, you um, 
you know, you've heard from other people, oh, the lifestyle is a wonderful place. And it really is. It's a wonderful place for you as a couple, as a team, as a unit. And also you're going to have some goofy motherfuckers out there too that are sneaky, but also some people who are just going to waste your time. And I'm talking about you, you court them for three weeks and then they, they're going to no show. Why? Well, they probably weren't a real couple to begin with. It was just a single guy uh, fabricating stories, sharing pictures that he stole from someone's Facebook or what have you. And so one of the things I, I wish I would have known early was to watermark my pictures early on. There's, yeah. There have been breaches in uh, social networks and so forth. And if you have pictures of yourself and your, your face, people will take those pictures and create secondary online profiles and they, you'll, they'll pass themselves off as you, they'll pass themselves off as you. And so watermarking your pictures, adding your logo, adding a name right across the titties or whatever. And a lot of people will say, well, it's going to check, it's going to ruin the integrity of my, of my pussy pick or of my, it doesn't matter, man. I put a logo on there. Let people know this is us. Here's the other thing. A lot of couples will screenshot your pictures. And so you want them to know whose pussy they're looking at. And they're going to know because your name's right there. Right. Because they're going to end up with a thousand pictures in their phone. So make sure, um, one thing that we, another thing we wish we'd have known earlier is if you're going to share a picture of your pussy or your asshole or your titties, make sure there's no face in that same picture. So crop anything that has extreme nudity, crop your face out, pixelate it, put a cartoon overlay, do something on it. And then feel free to share all the other pictures that are vanilla type. Hey, here's us at dinner. Here's us in Vegas. You know, who gives a shit if those pictures are out there? Because uh, what's the worst that can happen? Oh, hey, you're on this network. Yeah, it's a network where I find buddies because my Facebook friends are all fucking losers. They never (laughs) want to go anyplace. This is a place where I can find people who I can be myself with, who I can make those dirty, raunchy jokes with. And they're going to laugh. They're not going to report me to HR department. Exactly. Yeah. So I would definitely agree with your point on the pictures. Like my rule is either if there's nudity, there's no face. And if there's face, there's no nudity. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. Love it. So yeah, those are some quick tips. Yeah, we usually ask uh, if you guys had a favorite resource that you guys utilized when you started getting into this that was sort of how you learned about some of the things. I know you talked about early on that you didn't didn't really have a guiding light, but as you've kind of progressed, have you sought out any other resources that you think would be useful to people? Look, the internet is an interesting place and you'll find yourself, man, look, you, you can go down the dark hole you, on the internet. You need to be careful, man. You, <laughs> look, with all the people that are out there searching for tips and strategies on how to become a better lover and so forth, I, I would say we didn't do this early and we sh- probably should have is identify a podcast that you resonate with. You know, listen to the Priory Society podcast, listen to normalizing non-monogamy, go through it and listen to them often. Don't just listen to ep- one episode one time because you're going to miss certain things. You know, there's like a a, a low percentage of, of retention when you're learning something. So you might have to repeat it. So definitely uh, do that. Find a podcast that you resonate with people who are true and honest and who are your style. We may not be your style, you know, and that's fine too, but find someone who you resonate with and then don't take their teachings and their experiences as like the Gospel. end all be all. Right. Yeah. Because again, they're, they can only give you advice from their own insecurities, failures, and successes in life. And if they're not super outgoing like you are, well, then your experiences aren't going to correlate, right? So you, you might need to listen to several and maybe take bits and pieces from different people that are teaching. There's a lot of blogs out there, too. You know, we did some uh, some research, 
and I, I don't go on the internet that much in terms of looking for things because I, I was I was doing research the other day on on an episode that we call the Sacred Cube of Success that makes you a better person that yeah. attracts more pussy and dick, and I ended up on some videos of people <laughs> shitting in each other's mouth like oh it was God. crazy. So you just got to be. <laughs> I couldn't watch them all. <laughs> Is that part of your cube? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that that's uh, that's level two. No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, no, it, it just the internet is interesting. Look, um, so here's the other thing: when uh, we put together our podcast, it was really out of necessity and out of uh, the necessity for us to journal yeah. our experiences. And also, while we're journaling what we did, we thought we'd kind of reach and help uh, other people out there, and also seasoned podcasters, seasoned listeners, seasoned lifestylers. They would find a, a get a laugh, get a chuckle out yeah. of the, you know silly experiences <laughs> that we found ourselves in. So you guys, as listeners, you'll find something that you resonate with, and then uh, you'll decide, hey, because look, success leaves clues, and you will know, hey, I want to follow that person. I feel good with them. I feel they're real. I feel that their shit isn't totally fabricated. I feel that I feel very comfortable with them. That's great. They're not trying to sell me shit every fucking episode, that type of stuff. Right. You know, and you're going to find people who you resonate with, just like you are in the lifestyle when you're identifying partners. So I think um, the other big thing was we ended, we ended up going to live events often. Yes. And we we talk about this uh, as well, is, is get your ass to meet and greets, take over events. Um, go, go to these... Uh, week-long events, go to the resorts, go to where a lot of people congregate because especially if you live in a town where you don't have a ton of swingers to pull from uh, on a given weekend, you want to get yourself to where there's a lot of people and you're going to get some wonderful advice. You're going to make friendships for life and you're going to get some really cool tips and strategies just by talking to people around the pool. And that's going to, that helped us tremendously when we started going to the big parties. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I think those are very good tips. Um, yeah, and I think along those same lines, I might just add too, like be willing to go to events that aren't necessarily going to wind up in playing with other people. So whether that's oh, a meet and oh, greet yeah. or just correct. you know a day resort where it's just to network and feel comfortable and build up that confidence. So yeah, when you are ready to move on, it it's a little more natural. Totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Thank you guys again for coming on the show and and thanks for you know putting together your podcast. I know it's. It's a little bit different flavor than a lot of them. I think you guys are one of the few coming from the West Coast. There may be one or two others out there. So it's it's nice to hear a little bit different flavor. Yeah. Um, for got- uh, for listeners, I guess, can you um, mention where to find you guys? I know you mentioned the name of your podcast, but do you want to plug your website or anything? Sure. The website is PriorySociety.com. And you guys can message us. Um, the email is info at society. And the Twitter handle, we're on Twitter, is at Priory Society. Um, I'll just give out our other websites, too. You can find us on Cassidy as Latino Sexy Couple and SDC.com as Latino SXY Couple. And you can send us a message on the Kick app as Latino Sexy Couple. So that's all the ways you can get a hold of us. And the only thing we ask is that if you are going to reach out, uh, let's just say you want to reach out because you've listened to some episodes and you have a specific question. We love that. We, we oh, deal yeah. with that beautifully. Right. We, love, we love the listeners and we love to be able to provide your different fe- additional feedback. If you're going to reach out because you maybe find us attractive, you know, please uh, do a little research, like read our profile yeah. and hit us with something interesting about <laughs> our pictures or something. Don't just say, hey, how are you guys doing today? Right. Because yeah. usually I'm at a construction site and I'm pissed and I don't want to hit you back with, dude, <laughs> leave me the fuck alone, dude. I, I have two guys showed up, called in sick. The inspector's coming. What the fuck do you want? You know, so just make sure um, that you have your communication strategy beautifully built. And uh, we're going to... 
we're going to talk about that one of the episodes on how to communicate effectively yeah. from the air traffic controller standpoint. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah no, no I, because I, yeah. I think that's a good tip, you know, and and being able to connect with people is more than just sending them a dick pic. And yeah. you've got to <laughs> find out what find out something interesting about them comment about it in your message, make it feel like you're not just spamming a thousand different couples with the same template. Right. You're going to elicit a better response from someone if you make the message a little bit more personal and you put some effort into it. Hey, Finn, um, can I share with your listeners a 30-second strategy that's going to help them tremendously? I suppose we could allow that. Yeah, Yeah, go for it. All right. Okay. (laughs) So we have something called the air traffic controller strategy. Okay. I'm a private pilot and I don't fly big jets or anything. I just do it for fun. And, you know, small planes, Cessna 172s, you know, Cirrus, small planes, single engine. Whenever you're talking to the the tower or you're talking to a different approach, uh, air traffic controllers, here's what they want to know. They want to know who the fuck are you? Where the fuck are you at? What do you want? And what information do you have before you do what you want to do? So if you put those components in your email, yep. you can have a massive success. So, for example, hey, this is Cirrus, uh, Alpha Mike at the Blue Hangers, permission to taxi with information, bravo. You know, and they'll, they'll, they'll come back with, okay, cool, you have that. What do you want to do after you take off? Oh, straight out departure, you know, with this, going here, going here, great. great. So when you hit us up and when you hit up, you know, Emma and Finn and yeah. you send them a message – you want to say something like, hey, this is who we are. This is where we're at. This is what we'd like to do. This is the information we have. So that's when you do a complete air traffic controller strategy, (laughs) you're going to hit them with like, hey, guys, we're Latino sexy couple. Saw your picture of you on the lake. Love boats. Love that you do the, you know, love that you have pets. Uh, We have two dogs. Look, you guys look amazing. We love that you're smiling in a lot of your pictures. We're located in Los Angeles, California. We realize that you guys are close by. Let us know if you'd love to have a drink one of these days. Something like that. Okay? Don't just say like, yo, can can I put my things down on it? Yeah. <laughs> right. Who are you? I mean, that, that got me hard, but I, but I know it's not for everyone. So, I, so I, I wanted to send, I don't I wanted to share that as a tip for the listeners. Uh, do a nice, thought out, uh, well put together, structured, yeah. uh, and you know, don't use all caps. You know, break it up a little bit. Use, use punctuation. Yeah, exactly. Use your common sense, right? Because listen, if you can't uh, afford to put the f- the full letter U instead of just the the letter, the word you instead of the letter you, you know, what kind of other shortcuts are you going to take exactly. in a play scenario or whatever? So right on. anyhow, yeah, I'm glad uh, I was able to share that with him. No, yeah. that's, that's great advice. So I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. And I guess, it, um, we, again, we appreciate you guys coming on, taking the time to chat with us and Thanks for sharing, having us. sharing some, some insight, maybe some, some sneak peeks into what, what's coming down the pipeline on the, on your show. So again, thanks a lot. We appreciate it. We yeah, appreciate so. you guys having us on. Thank you so much. And we'll see you guys on Twitter land. Yeah. And we'll continue yeah. To, uh, to hang out there as well. Yeah. Thank you guys. Sure. Well, thank have you. a great evening and we'll, uh, we'll be in touch. Hey, thanks Bye, guys. guys. Have a good night. Bye. Bye-bye. It's us again. <laughs> surprise, surprise. We wanted to thank the prior society. We had a blast talking to them and, uh, yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed their interview. Yeah. Go check out their show. And next week, we've got a really cool interview with a couple of our elite Twitter followers. Yeah. I think they're elite because they interact a lot. But uh, it's a really cool couple. They're both bisexual. So it's It's a really really, great interview. Really fun conversation. Yep. Really great people. So definitely come back next week, and we will see you guys then. Bye.